Hi, I'm Jay Fallon, and you are listening to The Slippery Slope. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening to the program. Um, if you haven't already, please uh, like, share. If you want to give us a rating on whatever whatever platform you use, that would be really appreciated. Thank you very much. I just wanted to tell you too, next week we have Patrick Russell coming on the program. He's uh, involved with the Friends of Israel and be giving us an, an update of what's going on in Israel at the moment. I think it's very important to keep updated in what is actually happening in Israel. Um, if you've listened to the program before, you know that I think that Israel is probably the epicenter for biblical uh, end times events and, uh, and prophetic events. I think it's very important to keep a track of what's happening in Israel. And there's been a lot of things happening in Israel over the last couple of weeks and probably a lot of things you haven't heard about because, you know, all these other things happening in Europe well, with the war, obviously. So everyone's kind of sidetracked. But there's so many things happening at the moment in, the, in Israel at the moment that are of very great significance. I think we need to keep track of that. So what I really want to talk about today, however, is uh, a story that had come across a couple of weeks ago, uh, I just I didn't want to jump on it too quickly. I just want to see how it uh, how it panned out, but it was actually to do with a, a big increase in I believe heart attacks and ambulance callouts in Queensland. So the first uh, article I'll, I'll read was actually came from the Korea Mail on April the twelfth, and it says that uh, headline was Queensland concern over baffling triple O call spike. So Queensland reported its fourth highest number of triple O calls for a single day on the Monday. This is back before April 12, as COVID-19 continues to unleash havoc on the state. So Queensland Health Minister Yvette Darth said in a press conference on Tuesday, there were 3,789 calls made for an ambulance on the Monday, prompting Telstra to include a message advising people of the high demand. So uh, Telstra initiated a pre-approved recorded voice message advising people that there was a high demand and if they had a health issue and it was not an emergency, that they should ring 13 Health instead. So she goes on to say that I don't know any hospital system in the country that can prepare for a 30 to 40% increase on a single given day. Uh, now, the next article I'll read from, it's, it's still about the same story, but uh, it goes, comes from another perspective. And I'd actually heard about it when I was seeing it on the news with, with this massive jump in call-outs. It was actually to do with how much of it was, was all to do with uh, heart-related or heart-attack-related events. So in the Unic Media, it says that their headline says, Fully Vaccinated Australia Sees a Huge Jump in Heart Attack Cases. So it says that in the in a recent so it says that in a recent press release from Queensland Minister for Health and Ambulance Services, Yvette Darth, she is quoted talking about the mystery behind the sudden increase in heart-related illnesses in Australia, and quotes her as saying, "I don't think anyone can explain why we saw a forty forty percent jump in code ones. I've seen that as I've travelled around the state sometimes." I'll walk into an ambulance service and they'll say we had a 30% increase in code ones yesterday. Can't tell you why. We just had a lot of heart attacks and chest pains and trouble breathing, respiratory issues. Sometimes you can't explain why these things happen, but unfortunately they do. So it goes on to say, when asked if there are any theories as to why this is happening, she responded by stating they don't have that information. 
and expressed her opinion on if vaccines could at all play a part, a factor. She says, quoted as saying, no, we don't have that information yet. But what I do know, and I'm hearing some interjections on the side, is that vaccines actually help people stay out of the hospital, not put them in hospital. So she's just towing, typically towing that vaccines are good for you line. Okay, not straying from that. It's just not, not, not. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Just keep hiding your head in the sand. And, co and, you know, vaccines are all good for you. Keep marching along to the beat. The article goes on to say, having said all that, uh, it is also worth noting that the mRNA vaccines have been shown to cause an increased risk of myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. Now, I've already spoken about this on previous uh, podcasts, saying how on previous episodes, uh, talking about how some countries have have stopped uh, vaccinations on some age groups, um, especially younger males, because of the increase in myocarditis. So myocarditis is an inflammation of the heart muscle, uh, myocardium. The inflammation can reduce the heart's ability to pump and cause rapid or irregular heart rhythms. So, okay, Yvette Darth is saying that, you know, we don't have this information yet on why there's this increase. However, we definitely have had this huge increase in heart attack or heart-related events, if you want to call it that, um, across the state. But the funny thing is, all they can say is, we, we don't know why. They just put their hands up. No, we don't know why. No idea. But nothing to see here. It, it, can't, be, it can't be related to COVID-19 vaccines. That can't be it. Nothing to see here got no, no data to back up whether it is or whether it isn't and no one says whether they're actually going to even look into whether it could be related to the vaccines or not they just they just don't know now one final article i want to want to talk about it's one of those fact checkers or so-called fact checkers uh you know outlets that say that they check the facts and obviously what they say is right so the former AFL stars wrongly suggest, this is what they say, suggest heart issues going through the roof due to vaccines. Now, through the roof might be a, a bit of a, uh, yeah, that might be a bit of an exaggeration. However, it goes on to say, social media lit up after high profile AFL, AFL is the Australian football for those who aren't in Australia. Uh, AFL pundits, including former player Matthew Lloyd, raised the possibility that COVID-19 jabs had fueled a rise in heart conditions and felt palsy, with vaccine skeptics continue to share quotes and clips of the exchange. So on April 10, panellists on Channel 9's AFL Sunday footy show discussed the mid-match benching of Port Adelaide player and Brownlow medalist Ollie Wines due to dizziness and nausea that was later attributed to a heart arrhythmia. So that conversation quickly turned to potential vaccine side effects with commentator Nathan Brown suggesting there was a lot of this going on in the world sport at the moment following COVID-19 booster shots. Uh, that's obviously the world going around, he added, before host Tony Jones observed that there was also a bit of Bell's palsy going around. Exactly, said Lloyd, heart issues and Bell's palsy have gone through the roof since the boosters and COVID issues. Now, all I can say is these three people who obviously they're sports commentators and ex-sportsmen, they watch a lot of sport. 
you know, and not just AFL. As, you know, Tony Jones is a sports commentator. He's a reporter. They watch a lot of sport worldwide. And they're just, all they're saying is from what they have observed, and these are people who have watched, you know, been reporting, playing sport, watching sport for many, many years. Um, and they're saying they just believe that there's been this increase in heart events and, and Bell palsy, Bell's palsy. That's just their observation. However, these so-called fact-checkers say, but there is no evidence to suggest an increase in heart problems related to the jab. A checkmate has in the past tackled similarly unfounded claims. Like I said, it, they're, just, they're just telling this is their observations, okay? Um, so they've, they've tackled these unfounded claims that heart conditions were increasing among athletes, finding they were not supported by data out of projects in the US and Australia that specifically tracked these issues, nor by FIFA's sudden death registry. Uh, so the, the biggest issue that I see here at the moment, okay, you've got people like Yvette Darth saying, hey, we've got this massive increase. Uh, we've got this massive increase in heart attacks and in call outs for our ambulance. It's 30 to 40% increase. Um, and yet she's saying, and you know, we've got no data to, to suggest why it's actually happening. We just don't know. She's saying, she's the Queensland, she's the Minister for Health in Queensland, Australia. She's just saying, hey, we just don't know. No data to back anything up. Uh, these footy football commentators are just saying, we observe, it seems like to us, these people who watch a lot of sport, that there's an increase in heart attack events and Bell's palsy. Okay, that's just what they observe. And yet the fact checks come along and say, well, there's no data to back it up. I would suggest there's no data to back it up because there, there's no one actually looking into this data. There's no one actually looking into this study to see why. I mean, to the common observer, it does seem like we're seeing a lot more sports people having heart attacks or heart attack-like events on the sports field. It just seems very unusual at the moment. Uh, in Australia, in the last couple of months, we've seen several ex-cricket players who all seemed, two of them, I won't say their names, but both seem quite fit, who both had heart attacks. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, high-profile, high-profile, uh, high-profile heart attacks and deaths. And yet we're still saying, well, there's no data to back it up. And yet when they when they say that there's no data to back it up, it seems like there's no data because there's no one actually looking into it. So when when they're when they're saying we're the fact checkers and what we're saying is true, it's a very skewed uh, view of the truth. One thing we can agree on, just to the average punter out there watching sport, it does seem like a lot more sportsmen are having heart attack events on the sporting field. It, it just seems like that. Now the other fact that cannot be disputed is. Here in Queensland, um, we're seeing this massive, massive increase call-outs for our ambulance service and a massive increase in heart attacks in the state. And, and they're saying, hey, we've got no data. We just don't know. All they do is put their hands up in the air and say, we don't know. But can I suggest this? The one thing that has changed in this nation in the last two years is that we have a brand new vaccine that was never fully tested 
that even even the companies themselves have said, yeah, we're going to see issues, but we're protected. And if you have a and if you have an issue with because of the vaccine, there's nothing you can do. You cannot chase the the, the company uh, for compensation. So no one wants to come out and say, well, these vaccines are causing problems because no one there's no one to take the blame. The government's not going to take the blame. The company it, legally they can't be blamed because the governments have all signed these agreements where where the vaccine companies Pfizer and, and all the rest of them can't be held accountable for any issues that that arise from the vaccines so for these fact checkers to say well there's just no data there's nothing to back it up and these are false claims there's just no data to back it up either way because no one's checking it no and i would suggest that no one wants to check it because no one wants to put their hand up and say hey these vaccines are causing these issues and people are dying from it because there's no way to get compensation if anyone proves that the that the vaccine companies or the vaccine is to blame anyway no one wants to accept responsibility and i think it's going to be a very very long time before we actually find the truth out for why it does seem like there is an increase in heart attacks in in young athletes and why for example there's such an increase in heart attacks in the state of queensland and i also believe it's going to take a long time to find the truth because no one has the heart no one has the courage to actually look in and be honest about what the real about why we are seeing such an increase in heart attacks across this nation across the state of queensland no one has the courage to really look into the data and say this is what's happening that's my opinion please let me know what you think thank you for listening to the slippery slope